like a USB um, adapter for my okay. Mac. And I have like three of them already and didn't remember that. <laughs> and you didn't know where they were either, huh? I had no idea. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> How much did that adapter cost you? 17 bucks times three. Both. <laughs> yeah. No. How does that feel now? <laughs> I had, uh, I had bought the actual Apple one before. Okay. And you know, those are always like double the price. Oh yeah. So I think I have two of those. So now, now the truth comes out. All right, Justin, telling the truth. Oh Spending my over a hundred dollars in adapters. Good job, Bro, buddy. Seriously, ridiculous. It's Absolutely right. ridiculous. I, I think the only reason why I still have this adapter for like this. Well, this is a new computer because um, I think I broke the last one. I don't want to blame my son, but uh, well, maybe. Maybe he had something to do with it. Who knows? Could have been me. More than likely him, but uh, can't blame him. I think he was like four, three at the time. Like, you can blame him, but my fault, I guess. Um, so this adapter stays in the bag with, like, all the mic accessories and stuff like that. Because yeah. I got to clean up after we record. So I just keep everything together. I've learned that over the years. If I want to keep it, I just, you can't lose a whole bag full of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's literally where I found all my other adapters. Oh yeah, that's normally in a bag full of crap stuff. Literally, yeah. It was in my backpack, and I was like, "This isn't a good place to keep it. Maybe I should just get organized." <laughs> that's funny. It is. That is. Hey, funny. man. Yo. So, I think we should. Uh, since we already got caught up, I think we should start the show. I think we already started this show. I saw the countdown a while ago. Hey, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's the best part about this now. Like, I'm just going to randomly start it, and then we'll have some takes, and have some funny moments, and then we'll just kick the stove. I'm just, I love I'll hit it. I'll hit you with the, what up, what up, what up? Yeah, what up? What's popping, y'all? Yo, welcome, everybody, to the perfect angle. I am your man, Paul Wall. That is our other sexy fellow named JG, Justin Garland. That's and this right. is the perfect angle. We'd like to thank all our subscribers and our listeners for hitting the like. And com you, you guys you. can leave comments, too. We're up yeah. for uh, feedback. But welcome to our episode where it's just me and Justin. Me and Tonight, Justin are gonna, we're going to uh, ask each other some life questions or Let's questions, just random questions. Let's see where it goes. And see where it goes. Some of these are I off the cuff. Some of yeah. them are off the cuff. Like, I was, I'm not even gonna lie, Justin, like, thinking of questions for you, I had to, like, I didn't want to play devil's advocate because there's a lot of questions okay. about, like, religion I have for you. Okay. But that's more of a personal thing, like, where I don't want to put it on the show. But, man, I had some tough-ass questions where it was, like, asking you about the man upstairs. And I was just like... I think I'm not going to ask that one. Not because I don't feel comfortable, but I think that's just like a more me and you type deal. Yeah. But, but you uh, know what? I'm kind of curious. You're kind of curious? You to ask those questions. Okay. Well, 
since you asked, I got one right off the cuff that I was thinking about. Um, is how do you stay so steady in your faith? And when I ask this question and I cuss, it's because I think the world is really fucked up, Justin. Like we have some crazy things going on yeah. in this world, and I, I I know it's called staying in the flesh, but I, I I'm I'm a skeptic. So mm -hmm. like for you to stay as strong as you stay in your faith, how do you go about it, man? That's a really good question. Um, golly, because you're right. We have some craziness going on right now. And it is a little difficult to be able to see like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow or okay. the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, it's hard to be optimistic and positive um, with everything going on. So yeah. it's completely understandable. Um, but to really answer the question, I don't, uh, and I think this, and, and this comes with a little maturity because it's a little difficult, I think, sometimes for people to, I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Like, let's say when somebody passes away. Okay. We grieve, we go through a grieving process. Right. right? Everybody has their own grieving process. When I look at death, I don't see death as um, finite or final because okay. I know that or I believe based on what the Bible tells me is that I will see that person again. So for right. me, it's not finite. It's not like, oh, I'm never going to see them again. So and even the Bible tells us not to grieve um, the way that let's say, you know, non-believers would grieve right. where maybe they don't have the hope of seeing that person again, but I have the hope of seeing that person again. Okay. I know that that person's in heaven. I'll see them again in heaven. Right. Um, and <laughs> I was saying this actually at a funeral. I had said, I'm a little jealous. Okay. Um, and I was saying it jokingly, but still at the same time, knowing that um, to be in heaven, like to be, and even the Bible tells us, right, to be out of our body is to be present with Christ. Right. right? And what better way to live eternity? You know, if somebody's in pain here on earth, let's say, uh, we can just throw some things out, right? Cancer or... Right. Um, like terminally ill, things like that, or maybe they were in a tra tragic accident okay. or some, some life hardship. Well, as a believer, we know that they go to heaven. Right. And they're no longer in that pain anymore. They're no longer in that struggle anymore. Right. Um, the word tells us that we receive a glorified body in heaven. So everything's perfect. Like, and, and it was funny that you asked this question, too, because I was just thinking about this um, earlier today. And the thing that I was thinking about was, you know, all that hard work I put in the gym to get my six pack abs. <laughs> my summer bod. I get these pythons. Ooh, right? well, now you, Am I going to have them in heaven? No. 
Well, I don't know. Oh no. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't. Right? But I do know that my body's in that at that point in perfect shape. Um but in perfect see, this is, function. See, this is where like the skeptic in me says like, like like that, that takes that like your prime example is is like I'm not gonna have it in heaven, but uh, I'm down here right now and uh, I'm kind of round. And I'm not feeling the roundness. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like not to make like like not to poke fun. I'm just saying like they like I've noticed it. So I have a couple friends that are like to, like they grew up Catholic and like mm-hmm. they well I have one friend who grew up Catholic who who kind of like renounced his faith dude and like i'm not your most religious person justin trust mm-hmm. me i'm not like you've been there i've I've tried it me and the man upstairs we got our own relationship right um yeah. but to hear him say some of the things he says it's kind of like dude what the hell are you talking about but then it's kind of like uh, am i the one person that should be talking to him about the man upstairs but honestly i don't give a fuck i tell him like dude you're wrong like just yeah. you just have that faith. Like you don't have to be sorry, Justin. You don't have to be a Bible thumper to make it into heaven. Like you don't. No, it's the well, truth. That yeah, that's how I feel. And I just tell yeah. them like keep that relationship no, that, whether you're scorned or not. I, I think that's absolutely one hundred percent the truth. When you say I don't have to be a Bible thumper to go to heaven. Right. And one of the things that I know to be true is that like I, I this is what I try to teach people. Typically okay. the thing that I talk to people about the most is love, the love of God right. and what that love of God means. Okay. And the Bible describes, and I say the same thing, like in first Corinthians 13, it talks about love. It's the one right. chapter that most people read when getting married and they'll have somebody read it. Love is That's this, true. love yeah. is that, love is right. But the love that they're talking about, in the Bible and first Corinthians, they're not talking about the romanticized type of love. They're talking okay. about the, the word for love in that translation is the word agape and the right. word agape. I've heard that before. The word agape is an unconditional love. Right. And the way that agape is described is like this. No matter what you do to me, Mm-hmm. I love you anyway. Yeah, and I like that. Agape love is also this, that no matter what, I always do what's in your best interest. Okay. That's agape love. Okay. So to understand that that's the highest form of love, that that's the same love that God loves us with. Right. That Jesus loves us with. And then the Bible describes that everything else, and when I say describes, I mean, it talks about like having the gift of prophecy. If I could prophesy all of future events and be 100% on point with everything that I prophesy, if I don't love people or have that agape love, Right. Then it's pointless. Okay. And then it goes on and says, if I can heal people and do all these miracles, all these great things, but I don't love people. Yeah. Then none of that, none of it matters. Okay. None of it matters. So 
when you talk about like somebody renouncing their faith, right? Or you talk about you know uh, being a Bible thumper, it clearly states it in there. I could get on every platform across the entire world, speak to billions of people, save billions of people, have them all receive God. But if I do not love unconditionally, right, then none of it matters. And to know that, yeah, that means that all I have to do, and this goes back to what Jesus told us, Jesus said like this, before he ascended into heaven, he said, there's only two things that I am asking you to do. Only two. Okay. First is to love me with all your heart, mind, and soul. Second, to love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's it. Okay. So that's my call. That's our call. Okay. To love people. Yeah. And when we love, you ready? Good, good, good segue here. We're talking about. Like all this craziness in the world. Right. Do we want to get rid of all this craziness in the world? All we have to do is love one another. Facts. That's Facts. Just love one another. Facts. Facts. Love each other unconditionally without expectation. Right. Without, without like the, I'll scratch your back. You scratch mine. What can I get out of this relationship? What are you bringing to the table? Like we don't need any of that. Right. Love, this is what love does. Love frees me from you. Okay. Love I, I like that. you from me. Because the second that I love you with agape, I'm going to do what's in your best interest no matter what you do. Yeah. You're going to do what's in my best interest no matter what I do. True. And I'm going to love you unconditionally regardless. You could come slap me in the face. I'm going to love you unconditionally. I'm not going to slap you in the face. That, that's going to too far. All right. Yeah, a little too far. Hey, so you brought up something about going um, like you could get on social media and touch um, millions of people. So yeah. for our viewers and our listeners, if you haven't noticed, I'm Justin's biggest fan and his biggest plug. So uh, what we got going on for Justin is, is Justin has started his motivational speaking journey. Uh, thank um, you. He was able to go to Tessa out in San Bernardino, right? Yep. OK, so he went out to Tessa in San Bernardino and he got to speak to some young men. How was that, sir? Look at you. First step in the big move. Man, you know, uh, that was truly a blessing. Okay. For me, truly a blessing for me. Um, Being able to, to, to look these young men in the eyes. And I'll say you could tell some were paying attention. Some weren't paying attention. Of course. And that's okay. Like I, I'm not there for everybody to pay attention, especially at that age. But to see some of them like really leaning in yeah. and really grasping some of what I, what I was saying. And even the ones that weren't paying attention, they were, there were moments where I would ask questions or ask something and I would get a response from them and right. be like, oh, okay, you're catching what I'm saying right now. Yeah. Even though your attention's adverted someplace else, you're catching what I'm saying. I'm good. Yeah, these kids can multitask, whether you want oh, to believe it or not. These kids can multitask. Crazy. Like, crazy. They, like they're tuning you out, but they're they're soaking it in. Yeah. <laughs> I have a kid on my football team. Um, I'll give him a shout out. My boy, Wooly. Willie will be looking off in the fucking space when you're talking and you think he's not listening. And he heard every word you said, like, 
I had to apologize. I was like, fuck, dude, you never pay attention. He's like, coach, I heard everything you said. I was like, oh, all right. Oh, my bad. But it, it was uh, it was a new experience for me because, um, you know, me, I, I, I'm a lot more comfortable in the position to talk about the word and to talk about, you know, to talk about Jesus. Right. Um, and, and, and honestly, bro, like wherever I go. Right. He's always with me. So he just pours yeah. out in any conversation typically that I'm having. So it's hard to kind of pull or rein that in. But okay. um, my wife is a very good thermometer slash barometer for me when okay. you know, I'm at these events. I'm, I was lucky to have her with me that day because, man. Shout out I, to the missus. Thank yeah, you. I, didn't, I did not want to go in there, you know, alone, especially without her. I hate going anywhere speaking without her. So Is but, she your um, security? A little bit, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love she it. She is. And uh, so I asked her, because I typically ask her sometimes when I've been preaching, I'm like, babe, am I doing good? Am I doing good? How's that going, babe? Yeah, yeah. Are, are, are you, do you understand? Because if you understand, I know they understand. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But I, I asked her afterwards, how, how did I do? And she was like, hmm. It was different. Okay. You know, it was different. And I understood what she was saying. And it was different. You okay. know, because again, I'm I'm coming from a different place in that, right. in that setting. But um but I will say of, that was good. Speaking of different and the re I'm glad you said that. So we had a discussion that you actually touched one young man without giving out yeah. information of the story, yeah. the young man's name. Yeah. The difference is what one person needed that day yeah. to completely define and change their day. So yeah. the fact that it was different, I applaud. The fact that it reached a young man that it needed to reach, I applaud. I love what you're doing, Justin. Me Thank being you. your co-host, like I'm your like I said, I'm I'm your biggest cheerleader, probably behind your wife. Um, I can't wait to see what this turns into because See, here's another second question. Like I told you, I was gonna go off the cuff, but uh, I kind of yeah. lined it all up, man. Because um, you did say, uh, okay. So for the viewers and the listeners, um, we 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 pushed the show back because we had some like just coordination issues, like just dates, and and we yep. actually want to hold the guests that we wanted because they're actually doing some things. So it made sense to to push the date. Um, Justin reached out and was like, "Do you want to interview me?" And I'm not going to lie. I was just like, oh, I had like a lot. So I, I got a bunch of stuff going on. I've torn my meniscus. Like I'm all over the place. Right. So I was kind of short with Justin. I was just like, nah, just enjoy your day. Like we'll do this. But I actually liked the idea of interviewing each other. And yeah. I do have this serious in depth question for you, Justin. Okay, let's go. Knowing we're going into the sport, like you're you're going to motivational speak, but it's not necessarily just to the sports world, but that's mm -hmm. the door that's open right now. Yeah. Like yeah. this is the doors we're getting open. And, and my question is, is knowing that you do have the sense to be religious because you are a pastor, knowing society and sports, how are you going to determine how much Jesus you put into your, your, your speaking and how much of just life experiences, like, how do you, how are you going to approach, approach intertwining those two? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. So 
it's just kind of like what I was saying earlier. Um, it has a tendency to come out regardless of any okay. conversation that I'm having. But one of the things that, uh, that I, I always tend, not always tend to do, but always do is I'm always praying and I'm always asking the Holy spirit for guidance. I'm always asking that this isn't about me. Right. Okay. I'm always right. putting myself in a position like, Hey Lord, like less of me and more of you right now and use me to speak to these people. However, you know, they need to be touched. Okay. And I think even, I think it, it just really just comes out, you know? Um, okay. There's moments like, I'll give you a prime example. Like I was speaking with somebody earlier this evening and none of what I said had any of the typical like biblical style words in them. Okay. And not once did I mention Jesus. Okay. Not once did I, men- did I mention God or the Holy Spirit. However, everything that I said was motivated by the Holy Spirit. Okay. That makes sense. And just because it's funny, because just because I I don't mention doesn't mean that the seed wasn't planted. Doesn't mean that the message is going to come across as if like, I, I mean, I don't know how, how can I say it? Like secular or okay. non-religious, okay. I guess. Right. It's it's still gonna it's still gonna hit you in the feels. It's still gonna touch yeah. the heart. It's still gonna move and grow the way it's supposed to. Okay. The word says this. The word says that Paul planted, hey. Apollos watered, but it was God that brought the increase. So okay. you always have somebody that's gonna plant a seed, and then there's somebody that's gonna water that seed, and then God brings the increase. Got so, it. So another prime example would be. My friend Jared, um, I was his personal trainer over at uh, the sweatshop gym, the sweatshop gym in Lakewood, and this was like, gosh, five years ago now. Guess what, with Justin? Huh? Guess what, with Justin? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that, bro? Brad. Remember that? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 So, um, he recently got saved. Okay, that's good. And then recently got baptized. And then he tells me, he reaches out to me and tells me about it. I'm like, dang, bro, that's so cool. Yeah. And then he says, I want to thank you for being the one to plant the seed. That's dope. And I was blown away, bro. I was just like, what the heck? And he was like, he was just like, I know that you've never been like preachy or like cramming it down my throat. You just kept planting seeds, bro. And I'm like man, praise the Lord. That's all God. Amen. Amen. That's why I say, like, I think a lot of times, like even in my normal conversations, like any conversation you and I have too, like it just comes out Yeah, and it will always just come out. So when I get to that point and we're having conversations or motivational talks, inspirational talks with different sports teams, athletics, and things like that, it's just going to happen. That's what's up. You know, even if I'm at businesses, you know, doing um, talks with different companies and things like that. I know what's going to come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just know it's it. it It's it just is. 
Hey, so you know? my director at work is a man of God. Um, and we, it was funny. One time we walked with a customer and they brought up that they would like, they were religious and they, they, they were a person of God. And he was like, yeah, me and Paul are a man of God. And honestly, I was like, whoa, like I, I was happy he said it right. Like, cause yeah, I am yeah. a man of God. Like I, I'm yep, a believer. You are. Um, but I was just like, yo, this is at the workplace. Okay. That's what's up. Go Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, I hope you guys, I like, I hope with what you're doing, you get to break barriers. Um, because, um, like I said, I'm not religious, but as long as he's around, I know things are okay. So as long as you get to, you guys get to feel okay. Like I feel okay. Then Justin, I, like I said, I'm going to be at the next one. Hey, Coach West, Thank if you're watching this, we waiting on you. Holla at your boy. We got to get up there. Confirmation. All we need is confirmation, Coach West. Anybody else? Anybody Full else forth. that would like to have Justin come motivational speak at uh, at your program? I know I, I know he's supposed to be at Huntington Park. Um, picture day actually stayed the same, so I got to find out Thursday if we can yeah. do it at 6 for you, Justin. Yeah. But if anybody's looking for a motivational speaker or, or, or anything like that um, – Feel free to reach out to Justin, man. Um, let's get you. this moving. Let, let us get Justin on at, at as many places and as many schools and as many groups as we can because uh, I love it. the dude. And he's got a lot of wisdom. And like you said, he's not always – it just comes out. He's not always like yeah the the religious person. So, like, if you're watching the show and you're like, man, they talked a lot about God tonight because I asked. <laughs> what? I asked. Now what? Now now what? Now what? And if you've seen the first one, and oh, oh, and I forgot to let us bow, Justin. So we're doing it at the end. I know. I was sitting here like, man, I forgot something. (laughs) But my next question for you is, what you got for me? Ooh, I don't know if I want to ask this question now. Why? I didn't want to ask you the first question that I asked it anyway. That's right. So, be fair. Uh, let me think here. <sighs> no, nah, I'm not gonna ask that question. Really? Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 save it for another time. We'll save it for another time. Oh. Yeah, and honestly, bro, it was the only question I was gonna ask. So ask it. We. Nah. Come on, let's do it. They nah. might as well ask it. I asked you mm-hmm. questions. Come on, no, Justin. You, you, gotta, you did. So you gotta ask me you at did. least one and, and make it a good one. I I wanna respond. Let's, let's I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it a good one. I'm just not gonna ask that one. Oh damn, all right, man. Now I'm gonna sit here and be like, what the hell did he wanna ask me? That's cool though. But I'll ask That's you later cool. though. Okay, that's fine. Because I'm sure there's other questions. Like you said, there's probably other questions you have that we can talk about off air and they'll be cool. Oh, okay. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I have a random ass question for you. Okay. Um oh, no, that's too political for the show. Is it? Yeah, I don't I don't want to go there. Um okay. I, I was gonna okay. ask about the bombings. Like how did mm-hmm. you like like how do you perceive it? But that's too political for the show where I'm not. No, I'm not let's talk about it. Okay, are you okay, so I just think that, so in my honest opinion, and this is not me putting my nose right on long because I don't kind of, I, I don't know everything that's going on with this, right? I just yeah. know um, Israel was bombed. 
or Gaza was bombed, right? And, and there's a bunch of stuff from Israelites and Palestinians floating around the internet right now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what I have to say to it is if you guys wanted fucking peace, you guys would make fucking peace. If you're mm-hmm. not in the middle of it, you can give your opinion, but like we don't have to fucking get worked up over everything and think that America's coming to save the fucking day or we're sticking <laughs> our nose in something we don't but like it doesn't belong into like like social media is a bitch justin and it like is. it i everybody's entitled to opinion man like but that's my thing like how do you feel about how how they're being a how they are publicizing what happened I think it's very early, right? Okay. Um, but from the things that I've been following and listening to, I mean, we have to kind of back up. So this thing between Israel and Palestine has gone on for a very long time. So this this incident, um, this isn't new. Right, it's not, right, right. It's not just... Yeah. You know, people can call it unprovoked, um, but it's been going on between the two for a very long time. Very long. Um, what I find, this is, I'll say this. So we're going to advert the the topic of the conversation, right, to okay. this. So the group that's doing it isn't Palestinian. They're not, they are Palestinians, but they're not the Palestinian Palestinians as a people. Okay. It's a terrorist organization called Hamas. Okay. Okay. Hamas is like ISIS. Okay. Okay. Fuck them. So, um, that's literally all I really have to say. I mean, okay. The second you understand that it's an organization it's group. and they're terrorists. Then, what more do I really need to say? It's okay. Yeah, uh, there's I guess different polls out, right? That right. have asked, well, you know, are you in favor? Like, let's say other Palestinians that are might, might be in favor of Hamas, right? And, and there's somewhere around the fifty percent range. Like, fifty eight percent of Palestinians are um, on board with what Hamas is doing. The yeah. other forty two percent don't. You know, and then. There's a bunch of different things too, right? And I, and, and I, if anybody's listening, don't quote me, you know, because I I don't know the statistics 100% dialed in, but right, the people here in our states, uh-huh. when we start hearing and seeing people take sides with them, that to me is kind of weird. That to me is the thing that's a little more disturbing, right? The, right. The, the I guess the the initial disturbance for me was it's women and children. What exactly. the heck? Exactly. Like, like, why is this? Why are why are women and children being targeted? Right. It's not like oh my bad, it was an accident. I happened to blow up a residential area. No, you targeted that area. Yes. That right. I totally agree with. So if we're passing, like if we're giving opinions on that, because you did, right? Like you mm-hmm. came out and, and you spoke on it. 
I agree with those opinions, like, and those being expressed, but there's some people out here just because they have a platform, they feel freely, like, and honestly, they're going to, the viewers and people are going to be like, well, Paul, that's kind of what this is for. But some people need to sit back and think about how detrimental their opinion can be because yeah. they're not, like I said, I wasn't fully invested in it. But what I do know is, is if your opinion is so outlandish, like you can impact, impact people negatively right? just for the sake of it because you wanted right. to have an opinion. Right. So that's kind of where I was at with it. Like there, it's there sad. The, it's a sad situation. And talking about social media, there was a post that I saw on Twitter. I wanted to laugh so hard, bro. Tweet, tweet. And, or uh, X. God damn it, Elon. Right. X, my bad. X. Um, yeah. And it was a picture of they were holding a, a banner that they had made with like a. Oh, gosh, dang it. What what is it? I just lost it. A sheet, a sheet from the bed, a bed sheet. Okay. And on it, you know, it was like uh, gays for Hamas, right? Okay. We stand with like, Hamas. Like gays, like, like gays like, or G A Y S. Gays, like I'm like gay or gays, or gays, like the LGBTQs. Okay. T's, R's, M's, whatever. They. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, hold on a second. And this is in America. This is in America. So you okay. do have, I mean, I understand in America, we have the right to our own opinion. We have the freedom of speech. Like these are things that we have as rights. And I understand that. But I'm just like, I think to myself, like, man, are you guys that oblivious do you guys, are you that blind? I don't think it's either that. I think they don't give a fuck. Like, what, like, how, how have we come to the place where we are now, like, not designating a group, a terrorist group, for the fear of, for, I don't know, it's like the fear of what? The fear of not, like, being, what's the, what's the word? Uh, accepting? Like well, I, I can't accept, or I, I have to accept them. I have to, I have to be inclusive, and all of a sudden, have to be like, politically correct. Like, get out of here with all of that. Yeah. Like, terror is terror. Fear mongering is fear mongering. Mm -hmm. And at some point, again, like I said earlier, if we really want to get to the bottom and end of all this stuff, it just comes down to us loving one another. Straight up. That's true. And I think I think for all of us, I would say that that's pretty like that's pretty much what it is across the board. I want to be able to be left alone to be able to fulfill my vision or whatever my purpose is in life. Right. Have an amazing time doing it. Um, and be prosperous. I want to be right. healthy, prosperous. I want my family to pr prosper and be healthy. I think that's across the board. Yeah. Um, I think that's for Israel and for Palestine alike. They probably all want that same thing. Right. They want to be left alone. They want to be able to have their own piece of land, whatever the case is, and just live life. Now, yeah, that's true. From what I understand with Hamas, 
you can go. I guess there's a they have a website and they have www.hamas.org. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I can go visit the terrorist group's website. That's tight. Let me see who my favorite terrorist is. Like, what the fuck are we? <laughs> but you can find it. What is it there? That their credo or something it's called. Okay. Well, not, what? Basically, <laughs> it's like their mission statement. Fucking, I right. pledge allegiance to Hamas. <laughs> like, for reals? Like, what we got going on here? Like, this is funny. This is absolutely oh, funny. Man. But yes. And um, they have a whole different view on some things. Okay. And it's like... Most radicals do, but... You really are a terrorist group. Yeah. And that's really what you stand for. They're like, nah, we're not a terrorist group. Dude. How How is anybody, anybody on... Anybody else on the face of the planet, how are they in support of you? Especially here in the States. That I don't get. Because people like going against the grain. I'm like, like, like people like going against the grain. Justin, like, be it's honest. The shock factor. Is that what it, you're looking for? Like, the shock yeah, factor. I, I, think, I think a lot of the stuff that we see is shock factor. Like, yeah. But I have some questions for you. All right, what's up? Because now we we beat that to death. All right. Uh, I'll say this because I think sometimes the question will be asked, is this the end times? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Just get right. It, it, hey, if you know what I would do today <laughs> if I wasn't saved, I'd get saved. Yeah, get right. Okay. Just get right. That's it. That's it. Just get saved. Get right. That's it. See you up top. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. God, you know what's funny? And, and Jesus said the same thing. He was like, nobody knows the day or the time. Yeah. Even he was like, even I don't know. The only person knows is the father. That's it. Yeah. So we don't know. So my my uh, advice to anybody would be to live life as if he's not coming back. Not to say, and this is not to sound blasphemous, okay? Yeah, don't, don't misquote me. <laughs> misunderstand me Justin said what I'm saying is to live life like you are living life on fire to chase after your purpose I would rather be doing exactly what God's called me to do when right. he comes back than sitting here wondering when he's going to come back if he comes back and I'm sitting here on the couch wondering trying to figure out when, trying to pinpoint the exact time, doing nothing. I'm not living the life God's called me to live. Right. Live your purpose like every that. single day. That should be our that should be our goal. Wake up in the morning, I'm going to fulfill my purpose today. I That's like that. It. If Jesus comes back right now, cool. at least I'm walking out the door to fulfill my purpose. What's up, man? That's what I'm gonna say. What's up? We good? What's, I'm going we home. Good? We good? We, we good? good? We straight? Hey, Are we straight? Hey, your little your little wings pop out like this. There we go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm with it. So we've known each other for a long time. Yes, we have. And uh, we have. You know what? We've been through some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. so. I well, I, I think we've been it. on an adventure as a as a friendship, but okay, yeah, 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 yeah. let's go, let's go. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. for sure. Let's do it. That's what I mean. Like we've, I think there has been some monumental life events 
that have happened for the both of us yes while knowing each other and i think that's absolutely amazing i i would agree i would definitely agree absolutely amazing so you told me and i don't remember how long ago it was okay it could have been last week it could have been 10 years ago i don't know all right but you said you had an experience with something oh okay let's go i'll t- i'll talk about it i will talk okay. about it let's go what was that like okay so you know what I think everybody can handle this and I'm not going to go into complete detail of what caused this ordeal um, just because uh, of my current work situation. But I will tell you, I was out of town. Um, We were in a group of people and we were enjoying some festivities. Um, We were actually um, kind of at like a concert ordeal, right? Um. And, well, we're sitting there, and, well, the night started off kind of weird, right? So, like, we're walking into the place, and I'm just like, yo, I don't feel good at all. Um, it could have been because of the drinks, um, whatever the case may be. Um, we get in there, and we slowly start to, like, integrate, like, the night, and, and we're partying. And um, one of the DJs has this thing up on the screen, and in the corner of my eye, I see a snake. Mm. Um, and it kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, yo, like, I'm not completely wasted, but, um, did I see a snake like in the corner of my eye? Um, and I look up and I sure did. Like I seen a snake. And then after I identified that I saw the snake, um, I then proceeded to notice that I was in the devil's playground. Mm. Um, and when I say it was in the devil's playground, I mean I seen some pretty some pretty weird stuff going on and, and I can tell you that it did not feel like like normal and the reason I say that is because after this experience um everything went back to normal so mm. um I'm sitting there and I'm watching like and, and mind you we we are partying and and we're we're all trying to have a good time right. So everybody that's in this party, like I've noticed, like whoever's had a little too much of whatever, like you can tell. Um, but the presence was so strong, Justin, that even mm. in even in my intoxicated stage, I looked at my wife and was like, yo, we need to go back to church. I swear to you, Justin, like sure, you can ask her. I I, I was I was tripping and, and we were there, but like, I didn't freak out because I knew like, honestly, I was calm because I was yeah. safe because I know my heart yeah, and I know yeah, that yeah. if that God's got my back. So I wasn't scared to be where like in the realm I was in, but mm-hmm. I was scared because it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Like this shit is true. Like I watched the devil work. I, when I tell people about this experience, um, I straight say I was in the devil's playground. Mm. Um, it, you felt it from everybody that was there for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, um, needless to say, 
I don't drink that drink anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I never like I, I won't say never again, right? Because obviously, like everybody's gonna be like, Well, it was just that one time, like Right, right, but right. I've I've had people that were even in my group, like my mother in law and my mother in law wasn't drinking from the same cup of tea I was drinking. Yeah. Have you catch my drift? Yeah. Um, and she felt it. And she even told wow. me she that she said a prayer like, God, please don't come tonight. Dang. So for me to be, for me to experience that like that, like I knew it was fucking, yeah. I knew where I knew where it was immediately. I knew what was taking place around me. And it's just, it's scary, dude. Like he's out here. He's out yeah. here. And, and yeah. he, 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 fucking, <laughs> the dude's doing the damn thing. Like if I can just keep it, this is me being Paul right now. If I can mm. keep it a hundred with you, Justin, like this mother, like this motherfucker out here doing his work. Like he, he's, he's, he's working. And yeah, yeah, dude, it's, if you don't get right, I hate to tell you, man, like we're going to be up there and you're going to be yeah. down here and it's going to fucking suck. Like, yeah. even with my potty mouth, like God knows my heart, man. And, but after that experience, Justin, like for real, for real, like, my 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 bond is getting like Trevoronisto. My bond has been getting tested more. Mm. Like like I've been having abrasive thoughts, but towards the man upstairs. Yeah, and, and it's okay. crazy because I never think like that. Like, look, Justin, I've always gambled. I've always gambled. Tell me why I was saying like like I was just praying over my bets. Like, yo, just you know, nothing crazy. Like I don't want to win. Like just like a just protect my money, protect me. Like, don't yeah. let this get out of hand type deal. And my abrasive thoughts was like, well, if he really loved you, you'd win this money. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, no, I no, I wouldn't bro. Like, and this is being 100 with you. Like, yeah. like ever since that day, like some of my thoughts aren't toward, like you would think abrasive thoughts, like, oh, I want to go sock that person in the face. Now yeah. it's been like, oh, well, is God really, is God really looking out for me? Is he like, well, you wouldn't be in this situation, but then like I snap back real quick and it's like, oh, I'm yeah. human. I put myself in this situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like he, he's working. So believer, non-believer, whatever the case may be. And let me tell you, there's two sides. There's the good side and the bad side. They're both working. The bad side is doing a lot more working than you think he is. Yeah. The motherfucker. He's out yeah. there. He's waiting. He is waiting, and if you're not right with the man upstairs, you gonna lose. And and fuck, there's I don't want you to lose. Times. I don't want nobody to lose. Yeah, there's been a few times where um I've had experiences that, and I'll say like again, it's 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 cool to hear you tell me like I was not scared. Yeah, because. I've I've felt the same way. Yeah. I had um this was back when I was playing uh in the indoor football league, the National Indoor Football League up in Montana. Okay. We were on the bus traveling to Wyoming to play a team in Wyoming. We had recently picked up a new defensive tackle from Idaho State named uh Carl Kahua Lifty. 
Kalua Lifty, what's up? Oos. Honestly, bro, you're gonna trip out on this. Uh there's only a couple other players names that I remember playing okay. with on that team. Kyle Thorne. But Kyle, okay. we played with we played together with the Blackhawks. So he wasn't just a guy like, oh, like, you know, on the team. The other one would have been uh David Bonner. But the only okay. reason why I knew I remember David Bonner because David Bonner was my D line coach slash defensive coordinator slash defense and Hey, so, player, 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 yeah. coach. Um, the reason I know Carl Kahua Lifty's name is because when we were traveling on the way to Wyoming, I'm sitting on the bus and I'm kind of like laid out across the seat. And I got my arms up, like one on each of the others of the headrests mm-hmm. area of the other of the other benches, right? The bench yeah. seats. And I see a demon crawl up over the top of the seat. Okay. And he's like in my face. Yeah. And he's smiling. Okay. Okay. I seen his teeth. And he looks at me and he says, Carl Kahua Lifty. Carl Kahua Lifty. And starts laughing like hysterically. Okay. And then all of a sudden it vanished. And I'm like, well, I don't know what's supposed to happen to Carl, but it ain't going to happen today. Not today, Satan. Not Not today. today. So I just started praying. That's what's up. Like in the name of Jesus, Lord, you allowed me to see this for whatever reason. I cover him in your blood. He's protected. Nothing will happen to him. I break and denounce, renounce anything. That's what he's trying to do to him. I don't know if he's a believer. I don't care. I'm praying for him anyway. Right. Another time I went to a movie and see, so this is, this is the human side, right? The human side. Well, like years ago. Oh, you, 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 I'm about to tell you right now. Um, I'm down in San Diego for, uh, a work training. Okay. And, um, it was back when I was working for Terminex and uh, <laughs> they used to pay die. for us. They go down to San Diego and get trained up and everything. They pay for hotels. Yeah. The hotel was nice, bro. Terminex right got the that, was that the mall. mall money. That's why. Yeah, bro. Right across the street was the mall. There was a movie theater inside. I'm down there for okay. a week. And I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to go see the exorcism of Emily Rose. Of course. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I don't and do those movies. The Holy Spirit says to me, are you sure you want to go see that movie? And I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Of course I am. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think you should. Why not? I just car. You down. should not see that movie. And I'm like, why not? Don't go see that movie. Are you going to be with me? I'm with you always. Then I'm going to see the movie. Yeah. I go see the movie. Okay. I'm in the movie. And again, he keeps telling me, you should leave. Like, just like that, bro. You should leave. You should leave now. Yeah. Right. The whole, Like, almost the whole movie. 
And he got a little more, I want to say, not demanding, but stern. Like, hey, bro, like, you should leave. Yeah. I'm like, oh, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. And there was a part of the movie. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I don't watch movies like that, but I probably have seen this movie. Okay. So there's a scene in the movie where, because they're on a farm. Okay. This little girl, she's possessed. She, they have the priest come over to perform the exorcism. She convulses, does all that stuff. Jumps out the window. Okay. The second story window of her bedroom. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen this movie. Lands on her feet and runs to the barn. The priest goes chasing after her. Is in the barn with her and screaming at her. Tell me your name. Tell me your name. And she starts reciting different names. Yeah. In that moment, and I think even one of them was, uh, I think the very last one was Lucifer. Yeah. At that moment, I'm watching the screen, and in my peripheral vision, I see something moving. Yeah. In the corner of the movie theater. And I look up, and sure enough, in the corner of the movie theater, a demon. Yeah. Turns his head back around, looking back at me. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, we got to scrap right now. Let's go. Let's go. I'll fight you. Bro. I was, I was more, I think I was more shocked. Yeah. I was not scared. Okay. I've never, these things have never scared me. So I would have to say that I had to learn how to be like, not afraid of the moment. Like, uh, obviously like you, you, you get a dress. So I had a, I think they're called an impression, right? Uh, or let's see, I'll tell you what happened. So I was like, I want to say six, seven. Okay. And I was at my grandfather's house and I was laying on the couch and now mind you, I was a badass little kid. So, uh Maybe I had this one coming, right? Um, no, I wasn't that bad. Just kidding. Um, so I fall asleep on his couch, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and there's this like evil-looking thing on top mm. of me laughing. And I'm Ooh. screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm screaming. Like, I'm screaming for sure. And because my Auntie Renee and my Auntie Olga were involved in church at the time, I remember to say, in Jesus' name, I rebuke you. So I closed my eyes and I said, in Jesus' name, I rebuke you. I, w- I opened my eyes and he was gone. Amen. Dude, I ran to my grandpa's room so fast. I was like, grandpa, 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 let me sleep with you. Grandpa, 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 grandpa. So from that day on, like I knew it existed, dude. Like I yeah. knew he was real. Yeah. But since then... It had never been present to me. Like, and to some of the viewers and the listeners, like I've been, okay. So I've been in some pretty low places in my life, right? Like, yeah. um, yeah. you know what? If I get fired for it, I get fired for it. It is what it is. Like, I don't care. So I beat, I've beaten a drug addiction. Like yeah. I have, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was deep into some bad stuff and, um, 
if it wasn't for my wife and my family, like I had a stumble two or two, but um, I, I got it all together, right? So it's like I had never, the only other time I'd experienced it that, like, but face to face was when I was, when I was getting loaded, Justin, like I was looking Damn. in the mirror and um, I wasn't talking, but my reflection was talking to me, talking about how my addiction was going to kill me. Ooh. Like um, that it had given me, like he let me, like one day I broke down and I begged, I begged. So I lived in this house in Norwalk and I think that it was like haunted or there was some evil shit going on in the house anyway, but um, it condoned to a lot of some of the bull craziness that was going on, right? So I remember um, I just I was on a come down and I just broke down and I prayed to God. But I even yeah, like I, I started talking to to the thing that I knew was bad in the house. Like, yo, like I just want to be a good dad. Like, I just want like I just want to be there for my daughter. Like, yeah. if nothing else, like, just leave me alone. Like, help me. Like, fuck, what else do you want from me? And yeah. I remember the whisper in the ears. I'll give you this chance to walk away. But if you come back, I'm going to sink my teeth in you and I'm going to take your life. Damn. So I had stopped for like, I want to say I put together a solid two months, dude. And um, I relapsed and mm. I went fucking hard in the paint, Justin, like, like hard in the paint. Um, I remember being up and going to the bathroom and just being so like disappointed in myself and ashamed. Um, and I'm looking in the mirror. And my reflection starts talking to me, mm. starts laughing at me and told you. I, and, and I remember, I remember it vividly. Like it, it, it looked me dead in my eyes and said, I told you, if you came back, I would kill you. Let's see if he can save you now. Ooh. And I was like, and I'm looking there like paralyzed, like what the fuck is going on? And my reflection is laughing at me, Justin laughing at me like now people are gonna be like paul you were just on drugs you were you could have been up for two days you could have right. whatever the case may be. you may be absolutely right but let me tell you something <laughs> whether i was spun out or not like sorry i know what the fuck that has to do with like right. i was there just right. like this the, the other experience i told you like yeah i was inebriated but um you know when it's evil man and right yeah, so that's this, the crazy stuff happened to me, man. And it's a cool little segue. And if I wasn't, yeah, go ahead. Let's segue. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. So there was somebody that we both knew. Oh, dude, you remember that? <laughs> Bruh, when she told me, uh, well, some context she was acting super fucking weird all week all week acting fucking weird and then you guys are at work and i get a text message telling me justin's gonna pray over me and i don't know why he fucking wants to and i said maybe you need it like maybe it's good <laughs> bruh what happened next was fucking to hear about at fucking LA Fitness you fucking like he was giving her the he was giving her some Jesus and shit her 
something was in her. Yeah. Yep. Dude. And you, it was funny because uh, I was just thinking about this the other day. And I was like, oh, damn. It was almost like uh, like he called it to remembrance. And um, I'll never forget that, Justin. Bro. Ever. It it caught me off guard. So let me, th- you ready? This is, this is what's trippy. So you're telling me she texted you? Yeah. Trip out on this. When, by the time I knew what was going on and I was there, mm-hmm. she didn't have her phone. Bro. Oh. So our coworker, Amanda, she walks over to my desk and she says, um, I think I need you to come here. And I'm like, what's going on? She was like, she looks around and she says, I need you right now. And I'm like, she had that fucking on? scowl on her face, huh? When you walked in, Bro. like that fucking piercing, like she wanted to kill you look. Yes. She Bro. had that fucking, that look all week that week. I walk over there. She's balled up on the chair in the corner and she's rocking back and forth. And mm-hmm. she, she tells Amanda, no, no, not him. Anybody yep. but him. Anybody but him. Anybody but him. And I'm like, oh, I see. Because up to this point, Amanda hadn't told me what was going on. Right. And so the second she's doing that, I see it. And I'm like, got you. Let's go. Yeah. Like, I see you. So I didn't I didn't even know you knew that. Yeah. I knew what was going. So all week she was acting fucking funny, Justin. Like all week she had been acting funny. And I was just like, you know what? Whatever. Um, I'm not tripping. Like we 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 would quarrel all the time. Okay. Um but I got a text message that day because we hadn't really even talked like we hadn't talked in like three days or we were, we were mending, we were talking. We had just started talking after not talking for three days. Right. But the beginning of that week is when all the bullshit started, like out of nowhere, like, I was just like, what the fuck is wrong? Take your space. And then like just text arguments all week. And I was just like, dude, like, I definitely don't want to see you at school. And then I saw her at school and she had that fucking death stare and I stayed away from her. Yeah. Like I was like, we'll talk later. Like, yeah, just enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk later. Like we'll be all right. I get a text message. Justin wants to pray over me and I don't know fucking why. And I was just like, good. Maybe you need it. Like you, you need that. Like, Maybe you should just let him and and then no text messages after that. Yep. And then she called me after. And I believe it. I believe it because that's some I I I would have never thought it was that. It was crazy. But when I heard how it happened and and, and how she was behaving, I was mm-hmm. like Yo, like you opened yourself up to something. Yeah. To something. Yeah. Or something saw a vulnerability in you and decided to attack and and just mess with the wrong person at the wrong time. Like 
He didn't know she had you in her in her corner. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's nuts because like, uh, even you know, the Bible says stuff like. Well, actually, no. It says this. It says, not to marvel, not to marvel at the fact that those entities will obey you at the sound of the name of Jesus. Okay. And so like, I don't, I don't take uh it's not like a pride. It's more like a, these are just things that are interesting that happen. Right. And to talk about them is just to shed more light and truth so that people understand like there is a good, mm-hmm. there is an evil. Right. And it, to me, it just like kind of wraps up the entire conversation of even what we were talking about earlier between, you know, two different countries, two different people. Yeah. There's a good and there's an evil. And although God is all powerful, all knowing, without us being good stewards and speaking things into existence and praying over things and using the God-given authority we have, yeah, he can't move. And it's the same thing with the opposite side. Right. They can't move unless we've allowed them to. Exactly. They won't leave unless we tell them to. Right? So... Yeah. There's something else I'll say. Typically, and this is for you. Okay. You're okay. I'm going to give you a prime example. Your wife's story. Yeah. Will reach millions of different women that have gone through those same type of relationships and circumstances your wife wasn't put through that situation so she could reach those people because your wife went through that situation right bringing her out of that situation is now putting her in the position where she can reach those people she can show people hey i was once here now i'm here and this is how i got here you can do it too. The reason why you've been so inclined to see that side of things with or without being inebriated. Right. Everybody has, are you ready? All Christians can lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. All Christians at the name of Jesus can cast demons out. However, there are select people right. who have a specific anointing on them okay. that they carry to do those exact things. Okay? That makes sense. All Christians can pray for people. Right. All of us can. But there are some that have a special, unique anointing to do those things, to do that. Okay. They, it's something that's just carried on them heavier. Okay. I mean, you know, because um, you can see those things. Yeah. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it? Yes. I'm, you understanding? I'm, yep. Got okay, it. Cool. And just so now that you know, right? I mean, it just operate more in it. 
Yeah. Um. All right. You ready? <sighs> all right. Look. So, like, when you're <laughs> when you're in when you're in situations, no matter how you're feeling that day, right? Right. You're still gonna be Paul Wall, right? I have to be. But Pen just ask the Holy Spirit, guide me a little bit more. Ooh, when I'm with my football like team, with my kids, guide me a little bit more. Okay. If there's a situation going on at home for them, help me to be able to see it so that I can pray it gone. Okay. I, I can I, intervene I, I through prayer. That. Okay. Right? The same thing with your own family. Lord, use me a little more so that I can help protect my family better Ooh. from the spiritual realm. Okay. I, I could do that. I definitely could do that. And what you I'm not saying that I don't want to, or no, I, yeah, I, know I haven't you want wanted to. to it's in you. I can. It's in you. That's the thing. It's already in you. Right. And I think as you continue to grow and develop in it, it'll become one of those things like, yeah, this is, this is, this is my purpose. This is my, this is one of my roles. Right. Just like you ready. Just like we have offensive linemen. We got quarterbacks, tight ends, receivers, running backs, DBs, D linemen, linebackers. It's the same way we got the same stuff in heaven. Yeah. In the army of God. Right. We got generals, commanders, grunts. We got your military, you know, your, your artillery, your all that stuff. Yeah. It's just something that you have a gifting to do. And God has revealed these things to you. You've had more encounters with those things. That's why you're not afraid of them. Yeah. Because you know who you are in him. And you just step out in it. Like, yeah. Lord, use me. Strengthen me. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I could do that. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, you know me, Justin. Like, I'm very open-minded to certain things. Like, yeah. and when you give me advice or you give me something to other than read. Sorry. Yeah, we won't talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> normally when you give me stuff to uh, work on, uh, I definitely work on it. I love yeah. it. He said, except read. Except read. Like, <laughs> it sucks. Sorry. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is, I know I probably could just listen to it, and I don't. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure it out there. Um, and, and like, well, we've had this talk before, like, but we'll have that talk again off air. Like, yeah, for sure, my for interpretation sure. of stuff is like, I'm for anybody that knows me. If I don't understand it, I keep it fucking pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I don't know how to pronounce that. Can't understand that. Yep, close this next. Like, <laughs> I got a degree and I stopped at a certain level because I knew my capacity, all right? Like, mm -hmm. This shit happens. That's hilarious. But, <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to Huntington Park High School. We are Let's on go. a two-game winning streak. Let's go. Yes, sir. Last week, we beat the undefeated Legacy High School, 42-14. to 14. Yeah. And then tonight, we beat Roosevelt, 27-12. to 12. Nice. Dude, got, let's go. Yes, sir. We got two more games. We got Bell and then Southgate. We can finish Ooh. the season four and two in league. Okay. And go into the playoffs in second place. Hey. Yeah. 
Let's go. Yeah, man. So uh, I was looking at the rankings, and two of the teams we beat are ranked. So uh, rankings don't really matter if you ask me, but I just don't want to get stuck into the playoffs or put into the playoffs with some bad seeding and uh, get molly whopped in the first round. <laughs> that would be no fun. Bro, no fun at all. I, my sophomore year. Yeah. No, no, not my sophomore year. Junior year. We played lock first round of playoffs. Okay. Had five sacks that game. We blew them out, bro. It was bad. The next yes. two games. What's up? Go ahead, finish, because I got a question <laughs> for you. The next two games. Uh, were like nail biters played in the rain that was a year like it was like super rainy that year yeah and uh we ended up playing up against uh el camino real in the 3a division championship at the coliseum oh that sounds fancy at halftime we're tied 14 14 okay we come out second half don't score another point and Manuel Wright put up like almost 400 yards rushing on us. Sheesh. Bro was like, what the heck happened? They came out and kicked your ass after some adjustments. That's what happened. Bro, it was bad. Hey, but uh, your alma mater is in third place in the city. So right now they're saying that it's between Birmingham, Carson, and Garfield. So Garfield is six and one, but that one has an asterisk next to it because Cathedral played some ineligible players, and they only beat Garfield forty two forty one. So um, oh. that one needs to go to a zero, and Garfield is actually undefeated. Okay, Garfield is hanging up fifty on everybody, like at least Harley. Oh, dude, they're they're that's fucking their JV team has a hundred kids. Their varsity team has a hundred kids. Wow. And their varsity team is fucking stacked. Like, they got some big boys. Like, if they don't win this year, honestly, they're going to go D1 open. If Garfield does not win this year, I hate to say this to any coach, but their season's a failure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their kids, honestly, at this level that I've seen, that is a fucking school right there. Like, I honestly say that school has potential to to be very successful for like the next five to ten years. Like, just nice. feeder program. They have a good feeder program. Um, and they got some boys. Like their linemen were like six four, two seventy five, just moving, Jason, just blowing shit up. Speaking of blowing stuff up, we need you to hurry up and uh. Okay, we're not going to put that out there. But, yeah, I think you should become a defensive line coach at Huntington Park High School with me. Like, you should come jump on board. But in order for that to happen, we need that other stuff to happen. So uh, we, we talked. So I'm not going to put it out there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, dude, I think you'd be a great fit, man. Like, you were fucking You were the all-state guy at D-Tac. Oh, my God. I miss Are it, bro. Are your hand with Coach Vince? Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. I miss it. Honestly, I do. Like, uh, and every year I think about it, like, man, 
what high school is near my house that I can go coach at? Just come to Huntington Park. Just come to Huntington Park. <laughs> Give me one year. One year with me. Just one. Uh, just, no, we, we're, we're going to. We we're gonna develop more years, but we got to start with one. We have to start with one. I like it. And I'm gonna hit you with the why not? Like you did me the day to start this podcast. Let's just do it. Why not? Well, yeah, let's just do it. Okay. So, so next so, year, let's do it. Next year, blow up or not? Park. We hey, whether you can get there two days a week, one day a week, or at least two days game day not the shit game day and at least one practice day oh no oh if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it oh then i see you four days i see you five days a week then play the only way that defensive line is gonna get right they but, need oh, me every day you and coach vince would oh man what Everybody type what type of defense do you guys run um it varies depending on the team but it, it's a it's a 40 he got a he, okay. we run a 40 um and we use a variation of the four two five. Okay. Um, so he was a straight four three guy. Uh or Coach Mata was a straight four three guy, and then we ran a spring we had a spring game and I was coaching the other side and I had all the athletes. So I said, <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna get embarrassed. I'm just gonna fucking put all my athletes on the field. So I ran a four two five. And I split the field in half, like single, nice. single receiver side. We went cover two to the trip side. We went cover three. I came up with some cool names called Magic and, and LeBron. So you could read it left to right. Um, and Coach Motto adapted like he adopted it, man. And he was like, dude, nice. I like what you did with that. So, yeah, we got a 40, man. And, and we just make things happen with different variations. And then you want to know the cool shit, too, is I get to try stuff on my 14U team. Since I'm the DC, nice, um, dude. I wanted to get away from defense. I wanted to be an offensive guy, but uh, the man upstairs said, "Nah, you're nah. gonna be the DC." <laughs> so, um, and it actually is working out very nicely. You know, the one of the things that I really liked when I was playing at Southwest was the fact that they gave me the liberty and freedom to line up wherever I wanted to, as long as I continued to maintain my responsibility. Okay, so you would go one, three, from like you would just bounce back and five, forth all the time, bro. See, all the time. I think if we had a dedicated D line, like Coach Vince does a fucking great job with our D, like our O and D line, right? But I think if we had a dedicated defensive person that could teach the kids how to maintain gap control mm-hmm. from the, the various techniques, because Coach Jimenez can teach Coach up anything, and so can Coach Motto, but. I think just like with the DBs this year, we have a little bit more. Li- like today, like tonight, I was Coach Bottle lets me if I see it and he trusts me. He trusts me. Nice. So if I, so, what I was doing is is I wanted Roosevelt to throw a pick when they came out, started throwing the ball. So I started telling my 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 corner on my side, play bail, go press, show press the entire time. The moment he gets ready to snap the ball, bail, and the quarterback nice. almost threw a pick, almost threw a pick twice. Right, like over to him, but I, I, Coach Model trusts me enough, and, and I know how to toy because that's my like that's my thing. I was a DB. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. learned. I learned from one of the greatest DB coaches that's out there. Um, man, like Coach Meads, he's at Oregon. 
So yeah, so I, Coach Meads was my DB coach, man. So I like I've learned the tips and tricks. So I think if we could get you in there because you are D line solidified A one, I think you could teach our kids. So I'll be at practice on Monday. Hey, bro, don't talk, don't talk to me. I got. I'll call my, we'll call our AD right now or tomorrow because tomorrow's Friday. Um, we will call the AD and I'll get you, we'll get you a packet and get you on campus ASAP. That's funny. No, no, next, year, for sure. next year, you got to come. Next year, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I would hate to come in the middle of the season. I think that sucks, bro. Like when, when coaches get fired in the middle of the season and then you got to have to, you have to bring an interim coach or something like that. I'm glad they do it internally though. My thing is, is if you were going to fire in mid-season, like, why didn't you just fire him at the fucking beginning of the season? Why do you even hire him? Yeah, well, because people, because people know how to lie on resumes, Justin. That's why, like, they, they, they could talk a good game. Like, I could, I could sell you roast beef in the fucking middle of the summer and you didn't even like me. I don't even want to, never, or this ain't the time or the oh, place. Oh, shit. My bad. My bad. So I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't, but you, as you know, you could get sold a bag of goods. Whoa. So, oh my God. yeah, if you get fired oh. mid-season, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up a can of worms without even trying my best. So. Oh my gosh. But as we get ready to head out, hey, Justin. Yeah. Let us bow. Oh, yes. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you for tonight, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that we got the time to spend together tonight, that we got the time to open up about some certain things that you showed up and showed out. I thank you, Father God, for the protection of of Palestinians and Israelis tonight. Thank you, Father God, for your protection of the children and the women. I thank you, Father God, that people will see you more and more and come to know your son as their Lord and Savior. I thank you for this podcast and where it's going. And like I told my wife earlier tonight, we are going from good to great to greater. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. And with that being said, I'm Paul Wall. And I'm your boy, JG. And this is the perfect angle. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, until next time. Peace.